The Brandon Peters Show may contain explicit language and detailed plot points. For more information on the show, stay tuned to the end of the episode. Premiere and closing of Jim Parsons' one-man show about Charles Nelson Riley. My life has a blank. It's the Brandon Peters Show. Happy 4K Blues Day, everyone. Brought to you by WhySoBlue.com. Today on the segment, we'll be discussing last week's new release announcements, ranging from October 4th through October 10th, and new releases for the week of October 13th. As always. After this podcast is ended, be sure to head on over to the Brandon Peters Show YouTube page to check out the video companion to this show where I showcase the packaging for some of the releases as well as others, all while having some honest commentary and making stupid faces and voices. First your ears, then your eyes as it goes here. Now, on to the announcements from the past week. Warner Brothers wins this week with the announcement of the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit trilogies debuting on 4K Ultra HD Blu-ray December 1st. Supplemental features are yet to come, but these releases will be available in a standard packaging format and collectible steelbook, and they contain both theatrical and extended cuts of the film. Previously, when these have hit a new format, they've been theatrical and you got to wait for the extended cut. Not the case here. Both right away. A complete set will be coming later in the year, which is likely to have some different bells and whistles and and a nice packaging. But right now, this is it, and this is likely to be the popular holiday gift for your film-collecting loved one. Also over at Warner Archive, they announced their November slate, which includes Josie and the Pussycats, the complete series. I'm really digging their decision in Q4 to kind of spring on these classic Hanna-Barbera cartoons. We've seen like Space Ghost and the Flintstones is coming out. So this is really cool. Also, they have 1940s The Mortal Storm and 1942's Tennessee Johnson. Those are going to be coming with 4K restorations from the best surviving film elements around. Swinging over to Disney, they announced the 4K Ultra HD Blu-ray release of Marvel's biggest movie of the year, New Mutants. It'll arrive November 17th. Pre-orders are already going like mad, folks, I'm sure, right? Right? Hey, I, I'm curious to see it. I, I did not opt to go to a theater and check that one out, and I've been too lazy or tired to go to a drive-in and watch it. So this will be how I check it out as well. Lionsgate's going to release the horror film Antebellum on 4K Ultra HD November 3rd. It's going to include an Atmos track on there and plenty of bonus features. I'm excited to see this film. It's been talked up a lot. Aaron Neuwirth did a bang-up interview for Variety with the director comparing things to Gone with the Wind. Jimmy O from JoeBlah.com highly recommends it. I'm dying to check this out, so I will be covering it for Why So Blue if a review copy does go out. They'll also be releasing at Lionsgate on Standard Blue December 17th, Death to Me, starring Maggie Q and Smiley Face Killers, which has Crispin Glover in it, on December 8th. So a couple... Uh, Horror films, modern ones, coming from Lionsgate. At Paramount, they got a pair of November 10th releases. They're doing 1998's 
The Odd Couple 2 with Jack Lemmon and Walter Matthau, and the Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis comedy The Stooge makes its Blu-ray debut. In the UK, Studio Canal has announced Train to Busan presents Peninsula coming November 30th. I'm excited to see this film. I'm going to snatch this thing up. Uh, Train to Busan was awesome. Hopefully the second one's pretty good. More of it is welcome for me. Studio Canal is also doing Jean-Pierre Melville's thriller Les Cercles Rouge. That's from 1970. It's getting a 4K restoration on a standard Blu-ray disc arriving November the 23rd. Cohen Media Group has announced another Buster Keaton collection. This one, Volume 4. They've been doing double features and been doing a great job with them. It's pretty nice since those were out of print from Kino Lorber. It's getting a 4K restorations this time for College and Go West. It's coming out December 8th. Pre-order that sucker because the Keatons, they come and go. And you got to get them while they're hot or sit and pay overpriced money for them on the secondhand market. Kino Lorber has announced a line of films coming January 5th, including some military classics here. John Frankenheimer's 1964, The Train, is coming. Captain Newman, M.D., from 1963, starring Gregory Peck, Tony Curtis, Angie Dickinson, Bobby Darren, and Bobby Duvall, Robert Duvall, and Beach Red, from 1967. They'll also be putting out some more George Papard classics with Rough Night in Jericho, also on January 5th. Universal was lied on the announcements this week, but they announced The Expanse Season 4, the Amazon Prime continuation of the show that was canceled from sci-fi. That is going to be coming December 5th. Sony also lied. They announced The Crown, the complete third season, will arrive November 3rd. Really fast turnaround, Sony. They've been doing that lately. G-Kids, which is a brand label from Shout Factory, has acquired the North American home video and theatrical rights to Neon Genesis Evangelion. Also included in this deal are Evangelion Death, True, and The End of Evangelion. Blu-ray releases are planned for early 2021, so expect it to go in production pretty soon, and we'll learn more about those. Full Metal Features has a Giallo film coming, 1972's Naked Girl Murdered in the Park. No release date yet. And finally, I want to focus on classic flicks. They're spearheading an effort to raise money to restore 80 Hal Roach Little Rascals shorts. There's an Indiegogo page where you can donate to the effort, and Classic Flicks says, Our goal is to raise $70,000 in 30 days. Doing so, we'll be able to digitally preserve and restore the first 22 Little Rascal sound shorts. All donations are welcome, but only those selecting a perk of $50 or more will be entitled to one copy on Blu-ray or DVD of the Complete Little Rascals, The Classic Flicks Restorations, Volume 1, United States Only, which will contain the first 22 sound shorts. Small talk to dogs as dogs. Donations $25 and up will have access to exclusive video sneak peeks of the preservation and restoration progress, as well as additional updates and news about the campaign. Donations of $10 and under will receive updates and news via written text only. Now on to the new releases. In the UK this week, The Woman in Black from 1989 is coming from Network. Second Sight has a limited edition of Neil Marshall's Dog Soldiers. And Arrow, they've got a they got a swath of releases. They have Love and Death, the films of Jorg Butgray, which features Necromantic 1 and 2, Dare Todas King, and Shram, Into the Mind of a Serial Killer. Also from Arrow, they're putting out standard editions of Beyond the Door, American Horror Project 1 and 2, and Creepshow 2. So some of these are coming back from Arrow that were out of print. 
I know some of those are coming in the U.S. in November to reprint if you don't want to pull for the U.K. disc. Over here in the U.S., there is no bigger release this week than Scream Factory's limited edition, extremely comprehensive Friday the 13th set, which has already started delivering last week to folks and being met with raging excitement. I cannot wait to dig into mine. I do know there are a couple errors being reported on discs. There's no note of a replacement program yet because it's probably still being researched. But uh, I'll report. I'm sure Scream Factory will report as well when there is information on replacement discs. This happened with the Halloween set. It's fine. They'll make it right. Don't worry, folks. There are other things too, so let's take a look. Scream Factory, they're putting out more than just that this week. They're putting out Terra in the Isles, the horror clip show featuring Donald Pleasance and Nancy Allen. Previously, it was found as a bonus feature on Universal's original release of Halloween 2. They're also releasing Deep Star 6 and a steelbook of Motel Hell with a new transfer of the film. I believe it's a 4K transfer. Arrow, in the U.S., they're putting out a new edition with a 4K transfer of Kevin Smith's Mallrats. They're putting out The Last Starfighter and a movie called Warning from Space. Requiem for a Dream and District 9 will both debut on 4K Ultra HD this week. Warner Archives putting out Space Ghost and Dino Boy, the complete series, and Reversal of Fortune, which you can find my reviews for at whysoblue.com. Criterion has a sole release this week with Claudine, starring James Earl Jones. Fleabag, the complete series, the excellent one from Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Emmy-winning, is coming out on Blu-ray. The Doorman, the highly anticipated Ruby Rose and Jean Renault action film, opens up, as well as Jack Nicholson's The Pledge debuts on Blu-ray. Batman Death and the Family, a really fun interactive short film, is coming, and you can read my review about that at whysoblue.com. Seriously, folks, I grew up on that comic series, and this was a lot of fun. It started out kind of like, huh, but then I watched it all in one sitting. It was choosing and going back and forth. It's pretty fun, folks. It's a very Elseworlds thing, so take it that way, but enjoyable nonetheless. El Camino, the Breaking Bad epilogue movie, arrives on Blu-ray this week from Sony. Kino puts out a steelbook upgrade of Rawhead Rex. Sony also has both versions of the Exorcist prequel, Dominion and The Beginning. They're making their solo debuts. They were previously found in a full set for The Exorcist that is not in print anymore. Finally, Mill Creek has a triple feature release of three films that I don't know if anybody wants. The 1996 Kathy Bates Sharon Stone remake of Diabolique, Incognito, which stars Jason Patrick, and the teen thriller thing, The In Crowd. Hey, maybe they're more attractive altogether. My pick of the week, no question, the Friday the 13th set from Scream Factory. This thing is a monster. It features some excised footage, thought lost forever. More new interviews and features to pile onto the already impressive amount that have been stocked up over the years from DVD and Blu-ray. 4K transfers on the first four films. New transfers for Jason DeHell's cuts. Both of them are here. The unrated and the theatrical. Damn, it's time because the unrated is such a better movie and it has my favorite kill of the series. The artwork's great. The reversible sleeves are wonderful. This is a dream for fans. People who aren't even big into the Friday the 13th series are ecstatic about this set. That's how huge it was. Now, I'm holding on to hope that they'll pull off the hat trick and next year sees a Scream Factory set like this to upgrade the Nightmare on Elm Street series. Michael, Jason, and Freddy would be a nice, nice, nice feat for Scream Factory. 
and beautiful collections abound that we've been dying for to get this attention for years. So that leads to my vintage pick, which is Halloween, the complete collection, limited edition from Scream Factory. It came out six years ago, 2014. It's another amazing set that was an incredible feat to pull off, considering where all the rights and such for the films were for the series. For years and years, my friends would ask me about the box set for Halloween movies, and I told them it was impossible, and it would never happen. Well, I'm happy to report, you could scramble the egg on my face. The box set righted every wrong with this series on home video, had amazing packaging, and filled in the gaps of the film retrospectives that were missing. It was shy of having the theatrical cuts of Rob Zombie's two films, but there's a cheap Canadian double feature disc that had them, if you really want them. I found it funny as so many people bitch about Rob Zombie's contributions to the Halloween franchise that they cared that much about the little concession on the set. I do, I do think that the theatrical cut of Halloween, his Halloween, is better than the director's cut, so I could see that maybe being a thing, but come on. It's a beauty, and if you head on over to the YouTube channel, I'm going to show it to you today, which means that'll wrap us up for today. As always, you can find up-to-date announcements and reviews over at whysoblue.com. If you're a distributor and would like your material featured here, you can email me, mail at thebrandedpetershow.com, or find me on social media at brandon4kuhd. There's more Elder Space Show on the way tomorrow for the Brandon Peters Show. 4K Blues Day will return for more fun next week. But until then, remember to keep the positivity in your online film discussion. Thank you for listening. The Brandon Peters Show is a Creative Zombie Studios production. Produced by Brad Shoemaker and Brandon Peters. Written and edited by Brandon Peters. Announcer vocals by Jessica Osman. Theme song by Metavari. Web design and show art by Brad Shoemaker with Brandon Peters. All music and clips featured in the episode are property of their respective studios and no infringement is intended. Additional information on this and other episodes at thebrandonpetershow.com. For any inquiries, press opportunities, or sponsorship, contact mail at thebrandonpetershow.com. The show is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere podcasts are found.